Pop. Welcome to Popaholics, the show about hot takes hotter than pancakes, where we're at the end of our spider month and we're about done. I gotta tell you, I'm about out of spider puns. This is your first time to the show. Welcome to Popaholics, where we talk about all things pop culture. This is our main episode. You can catch our weekly uploads on Mondays. That's where we dive into the latest news and what we've been consuming. And this is a very special episode, uh, one of our main theme episodes. We've been doing the Raimi Spider-Man trilogy all month. We did Spider-Man 1, 2, and the uh, the editor's cut of Spider-Man 3. So check those episodes out. But all culminating into the release of Spider-Man My- Miles Morales for the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. And I'm your host, Christian Katie. And I'm joined, as always, by my two best friends. Chris Conkling. And Brian Dupree. And uh, like I said, on today's episode, we're going to be talking video games. Are you guys excited? We don't really do movies. It's like the normal focus uh, of this podcast. Uh, Are we excited to dive into a video game? I'm very excited. And even more excited than you and I talking about a video game, Christian, is that we're finally joined after two years of trying to get him to beat a video game so we could review it together. (laughs) We are finally joined by the great Brian Dupree. I'm proud of you, man. I've been I've been pushing some buttons. (laughs) (laughs) Whose buttons have you been pushing, Brian? All the all the right ones, Chris. All the right ones. Okay, all right. (laughs) And he's been pushing all those buttons to play Marvel's Spider Man, Miles Morales. Look, I don't know if I'm ready to fly solo. You gotta take the oath. I promise to do everything in my power to protect this city. I promise. Whoa. Que guapo. Gracias, mami. Guys, I wanted to thank you. Both of you. You need to lay low. Don't trust anybody and don't take off that mask. This message is for Roxxon. The underground will stop it. They need you. Miles, what's the underground doing? They're after New Form. Tinkerer, stop! Gotta say, I'm disappointed, bud. That is from the trailer of Spider-Man Miles Morales, available on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, developed by Insomniac Games, directed by Brian Horton, Brian Intahara, Marcus Smith, and Ryan Smith, written by Ben Arfman, I almost said Ben Affleck, no, it's Ben Arfman, Nick Falkman, Max Falkman, Mary Kenny, and Lauren Mee, score by John Passano. And it stars uh, Najee Jeter as Miles Morales slash Spider-Man, Yuri Lowenthal as Peter Parker slash Spider-Man, uh, Jacqueline uh, Pignol as Rio Morales, Griffin Patu as Genki Lee, Jasmine Savoy-Brown as Finn Mason, Ike Ahmad Amadi as Aaron Davis, and Troy Baker as Simon Krager. So we're going to talk about our original impressions of the 2018 Insomniac's Marvel Spider-Man. Uh, we're going to talk about our overall spoiler-free opinions on Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Uh, we will then be going into uh, spoilers. So we'll be spoiler-free, but we'll be focusing on differences and updates to the gameplay mechanics, such as uh, the new powers and the different gadgets and the, the, the side quest. Uh, we'll then talk story in spoiler talk uh, more, more thoroughly and give our final thoughts at the end of it. So let's get started. Brian, uh, 
you're not the biggest video. I think we have a good spread here. I'm what I'd consider. I think you both consider a pretty hardcore gamer. Um, I do a little bit of PC gaming as well as play most of the major releases that come out. So I, I'm pretty har- hardcore. Chris, you play a lot more on Switch, more Nintendo focused, as well as uh, you know the Pokemon series. You play a lot of games that I actually don't play that I would consider more yeah. like casual or fan base. And then you play some of these temple releases. And then Brian. Me and you play Rocket League, and that is about it. You've more recently got into playing some more narrative-based games. So I think we have a really good spread of diversity as far as opinion here. Uh, so, Brian, let's start with you, my friend. What did, what did you think of the original um, Spider-Man 2018? Um, we talked about it recently, but this game brought me back to my PS2 days with Spider-Man 2. And <clears throat> like you said... I'm a big fan of the sort of game you can pick up and play for any amount of time and still feel like you've done something and um, completed a task. And these sorts of games are just so perfect for that. So um, I didn't have a PS4. I was um, on the Xbox train pretty much since PS2. And I was able to actually pick up a PS4 from Chris and played Spider-Man and God of War um, within the last year and a half or so. So, yeah, I I am still relatively new to some of the expansive narratives in these big video games. And I know Spider-Man is not a particularly big game, more like the 15-hour time frame. But I really loved seeing these characters go through a story arc. It didn't feel particularly groundbreaking outside of one big story moment that I thought was really effective. Um, that I'm not going to get into here for, for spoiler uh territory but that was emotionally effective in a way that you can get with some of the the best comic book movies so the fact they're bringing this sort of storytelling the voice acting is incredible and it just looks great um i will say the functionality of fighting i it did feel a bit button mashy i think it's more so about my skills i was never very good at some of the throwing mechanics and the more complicated web slinging stuff so i did have to kind of button mash my way through things but even with that being said i had so much fun with this game and it was one of the first games i had actually beaten in terms of through the entire narrative in a really long time years for sure so um yeah, I, I was really hyped coming into Miles Morales because this game set a pretty high bar for me. Very cool. Chris? Uh, I love that 2018 Spider-Man game. I, I believe that during our best of 2018 episode, I actually named it my game of the year uh, for, for that year for a lot of the same reasons that Brian just mentioned. Um, this game, I feel like, was a long time coming. Last week, as as Brian said we kind of briefly mentioned Spider-Man 2 and and some of the subsequent games that came after that and this is in my opinion the pinnacle of what a Spider-Man game can be it's difficult to develop a good Spider-Man game because of the physics involved with uh, you know Spider-Man swinging around the city making it feel weighted and heavy and real Um, more difficult than say developing a Batman game like the Arkham games which until this point were uh my my personal bar for superhero games like if was a superhero game better or worse than the arkham series uh and in my opinion spider-man 2018 is on par if maybe not a little bit better than those arkham games and and yes it has uh, a lot to 
um, a tribute to the, those Arkham games. Like the the fighting mechanics that Brian was just talking about are were definitely influenced by the Batman Arkham franchise. But uh, b- besides mechanically being a, a really good game, the story was also very much a Spider-Man story. I'm going to talk about this a little bit later when we're talking about Miles Morales, but uh, something that I've mentioned over the course of the last month is like a great Spider-Man story is a story that pits Peter against a villain that has some type of personal connection. Well, let me rephrase that. It pits Spider-Man against a villain that has some type of personal connection to Peter Parker. Uh, that's when when Spider-Man stories are firing at their best. And 2018 Spider-Man did just that with the character of uh, Doc Ock. Um, so, so yeah, it, in terms of Spider-Man stories in cinema and in video games, 2018 Spider-Man is definitely in my top three best Spider-Man stories of all time. Wow. In, in those in those mediums, not in comic books, but in in those two mediums at least. Very cool. Yes, I was uh, also very hot on the 2018 Marvel Spider-Man. It's just taking, like you said, Chris, it's an evolution of the Batman Arkham kind of combat mechanics introduced with that that web sling that we came to love from Spider-Man two way back in the day and just developed and fully realized and just really well polished and uh was said of the developer that you know web swinging almost feels like you're going out for a run you know it just feels like this very natural thing uh that just feels good and just has such tightened mechanics within it uh that once Mm -hmm. you even get a little good at it not to mention once you kind of master all the different movements as spider-man swinging around there's just it's there's no other better travel mechanic than that It, it is super fun in terms of like what I'm comparing it to, actually going back even further, uh, Hulk Ultimate Destruction is also like one of my favorite superhero games of all time. That was on the original Xbox and I believe PS2. And that oh was Oh my gosh, very, that game was insane. That game was <laughs> absolutely way ahead of its time and, and still they have not put out a good Hulk game since. Uh, but just this idea of like power and freedom and making you feel. And I think the story is actually most, in terms of like video game stories, they're very hard to do. And I don't think the, that 2018, that story never connected super well with me, but it was really fun. I loved how the different uh, pantheon of, of villains came into play at certain points. There was very memorable moments from playing that game, but the overall story, you know, never hit kind of the highs of what I've seen from um, Spider-Man and other mediums. That being said, I think what the video game excels at and what its medium allows it to do very well is the feeling of being Spider-Man with the calls that he's getting um, from friends and family. You know, that stuff has always just been a really high point as far as uh, immersing you in that world and having the uh, occasional crimes come up. The actual day-to-day being Spider-Man, that that's unmatched, right? And that that's something that is uh, crucially is always limited in film to montages, right? It's kind of the monster of the week in a TV series or comic book serial run. But in cinema, oftentimes the Spider-Man just being Spider-Man is a montage. It's just a brief moment. But that is Mm -hmm. often the launching point of all these films of us getting very excited about the superheroes. This like potential of of being that neighborhood Spider-Man. And, uh, you know, 2018 Spider-Man really lets you just do that. And that's where it's excelling as far as a story and conveying that sense of character while maintaining Peter's character. So I praise it for all those things. Um and uh, definitely definitely one of my favorite games of that year. So, getting into Marvel's Spider-Man Morales, a little bit of backstory. It's there was a couple bits of DLC for the original Spider-Man game um for uh, Insomniac Spider-Man 
And those were maybe 30 minutes to two hours or so, something like that of, of side quests. Roughly. Um, roughly of like story content. Uh, there was, I really enjoyed the 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 um, Black Cat storyline. I thought that was like the most interesting one out of all of them. But it continued the story and had, had kind of these side things. And Miles Morales is really kind of that, but if you think of an eight to 10 hour excursion, um, but with a whole new playable character, it kind of fully featured and realized this is like that medium between DLC and a new video game. And I think it leans more into that new video game, uh, but clearly being an iteration on that formula. So the question is, does it do enough different? Does it give us enough story? Does it give us enough gameplay? Uh, what are your overall impressions? Uh, Brian, we'll start with you of, uh, of, of playing this content. I flew through this game, so I actually probably would have been the first one done had I finished when I could have, because I was a day late getting this because of of troubles with with my copy. But I started on uh, Best Friday. Buy, <laughs> specifically the Best Buy on where Brian. What are we calling out on this show? No, <laughs> some sketchy shit. Yeah, Best Buy employees, you watch yourselves. All right, we're we're it on. It was to not you. great, but I got I got my copy. <laughs> Christian and I are looking out for you, Brian. I appreciate it. Um, so I started flying through this game. It was about Sunday at noon. I pick it up. I'm like, okay, you know, just traveling along, continuing the narrative. And I get to that point where it says, oh, you have, uh, this is your last chance to do upgrades or whatever. And it felt like I thought I had at least like five hours left on this. And at that point I had probably put in 12 hours or so. Um, and I'm not sure how, exactly how long i didn't keep a a hard track on it but i was trying to do a lot of the side quests and it got to that point where this is kind of the the classic um paralysis that i get in with games i was collecting all of these items but then never wanting to spend them and i got to this point and then i'm just like well shit now i need to like spend all this money that massive I've massive upgrade yeah exactly get all the new suits and all the fun toys so um i missed out on a little bit there because i'm bad at planning but um yeah, I thought this, it was everything I loved about the first game, and it upped everything in terms of the fighting mechanics, the new stuff that was added, the, I will say, no one likes these pigeon missions, let's just get them out of there. <laughs> I'm so glad they were, we only had to catch three pigeons, though. Thank God. Compared to the 2018 game. <laughs> and it seemed more like a, a knowing referential nod rather than, hey, we're going to yes, regurgitate definitely. these pigeon missions. And for all the pigeon missions, this one was the best one that you could have played as far as side, side missions. And I all I have to say is uh, Howard being a man that knows a lot about pigeons and clearly cares for many pigeons needs to keep track of his fucking pigeons. That's all, that's all they, I'm going to say. I think Miles says that at some point, too. There's right? <laughs> one of the characters, May. They're joking about it, but... <laughs> Yeah, this game is even, so I'm on a PS4, not even a PS4 Pro, and this game looks beautiful. It runs completely smoothly. That's incredible. I, I had one issue where it was basically just Miles' head and a cell phone. Um, so there was that issue one time visually. And then a couple times there was, um, I had the subtitles on, so I saw some subtitles that didn't have the audio. So there was a little bit of issues there at times where I wasn't hearing characters, but I could see their dialogue on screen. But aside from that, the the skylines and the sunset and everything, even though I don't have the, what is it called, ray tracing for the, the mm -hmm. PS5, the new stuff, yeah. everything looks 
incredible still. And it's just the sort of That's game insane for an eight year old. It just shows you how well optimized console gaming can be because it just doesn't make any sense. And and I know you're not like yeah. the nit- nitpicker of visuals that, that, of that I tend to be right. But the fact that you're just like impressed and be like, wow, this game looks new and current on an eight year old piece of tech is, is pretty incredible. Did you notice any frame rate drops or anything like that? I'm, I'm sure we. I think we have to explain what that means to Brian. Like, did the <laughs> game yeah, the while you were swinging <laughs> while you were swinging or fighting or anything? Did the game ever like lag? I actually didn't notice any lag during oh, fights. Sweet. Yeah, no. The one issue, like I said, it was largely during like um, cutscenes or like some of the you know the, um, yeah I guess nice. cutscenes what you call them. Um, yeah, but um, aside from getting into specifics of of what I really liked about it, I I think this was even more enjoyable than the first one. And because I bought the, the last one with the DLC already, I think this is pretty much a perfect length game for me. I'm at 95% right now, and I'll probably go and do the last few things at some point. But um, I would definitely, in a month or so, be down for another two hours of content. Uh, I am ready to hop back in for a new story. Very cool. Chris? Uh, I definitely think this is a, a worthy successor to that 2018 Spider-Man game. Christian, I agree with you, though, in terms of, like, what this game is. Uh, is it a fully-fledged game? Is it DLC? I think you're absolutely right when when you say that it lands, like, right in between those two things. Because, um, in, in my opinion, having beaten the game, gone through the story, seeing how beautiful this game is, how smooth it is, this is definitely a game where Sony was like, what franchise can we use to really show off what the PS5 can do at launch? You know, it's not a full 20 hour game, but like we want to give our consumers a taste of what this machine's going to be capable of built on the back of like proven software too. like this engine has just been Mm. polished over the last couple of years and is, is just very efficient and smooth. Right. And, and that's absolutely what Miles Morales is. Uh, I had a blast playing this game. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, the best Spider-Man stories are those that involve either Peter or Peter or Miles having to confront somebody in their personal life. And, and just like with Dr. Octavius, this game does something along those lines. Uh, and, and those are the best Spider-Man stories, in my opinion, as I've mentioned. Um, Playing it on the PS5 was uh, an excellent experience. Playing it with the ray tracing. The city itself looks beautiful. Lighting looks realistic, even more so than it did on on my uh, PlayStation 4 Pro. Uh, Miles, even though we're basically using the same mechanics, I love that Insomniac has built-in swinging animations that make Miles seem like a wholly unique character when i we went gotta back talk to play- about that back backwards fall that he does all the time where he swings from yeah. his back it's uh it's uh, every time i see that mechanic happened i it, it, i'm filled with joy it's just it's it just shows how like adorable he is as like a little new spider it's, boy okay <laughs> exactly. wait a second so did cool. you guys do any tricks i think i got 10 yep, yes. flips forward flips off one of the t- tallest buildings i was very proud of myself <laughs> oh only 10 so much only fun. 10 I, oh okay only all right, 10 all right. flips, Brian. <laughs> um, no i love yeah, that so, if you mess up on tricks you face plant like tony hawk failure oh, level. It's bad. yeah <laughs> That's one of the things I was going to mention. Going back and playing Spider-Man Remastered last night and swinging around as Peter as Spider-Man, there is a uh, 
an experience there. Like, he's been Spider-Man for eight years. His muscle memory knows how to swing through the city. It's elegant and graceful, and he is absolutely Spider-Man. Miles, on the other hand, has only been Spider-Man for a couple of months. So there's this, like, weird, clumsy, uh, like, stylish take. Yeah, it's stylish, but it's also flailing at points. Like, at some points, it looks like he's about to lose control, and he's just kind of dangling. Exactly. He's definitely flailing his arms, like... Uh, maybe there's a little panic in, in his <laughs> physicality in that moment where he's like, oh shit, I better web sling to another building or I'm <laughs> right. going to die. <laughs> but I, I do love that animation, Christian, that in in the first 2018 Spider-Man game, if you jump from a really tall building, Peter will land on his feet. But Miles face plants. <laughs> he's, he's just not as graceful and hasn't been doing this as long as Peter has. Uh, and I love that Insomniac took the time to add those animations in to make it feel that way. Cause you and know, like, the best part about these games is that you are embodying these characters, mm-hmm. whether it be Peter or miles. And in, in the 2018 game, I felt like Peter Parker in this 2020 Spider-Man miles Morales game. I felt like miles Morales. And, and that's uh, where these games are really hitting their peak, you know? And it's not just like a reskin. I had somebody, I had a PC, this is a shout out to, I believe maybe it was Zach Nolinger, a friend of the show, who had a group chat I'm on, bash this game because he's not getting a PS5 because he has a super advanced PC game. He says to me, oh, you're going to play that Spider-Man reskin. And he called it a reskin. And I do want to say that there's oh, so snap. much work put into these animations that really do add another layer of immersion that is incredible. Like, him backward, like the fact that they turned him completely around for some of these, and then you can web whip, uh, excuse me, he can web zip or do any of the other like web swinging things. And it's just so fluid in how it transitions from these different flailing positions. Like that's a lot of work. That's a lot of uh, tender love and care that's going into these animations. And I think that earns it more than just uh, the reskin title. Sorry, Zach. I know you're listening. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, bro. Uh, no, uh, it's, it, it's a lot of attention to detail like that. That really adds a lot in terms of other things that I really enjoyed about the game. I love the incorporation of, uh, you know, miles surrounding cast. Genki is a, is a very important part to the miles Morales mythology. And he was excluded from into the spider verse. We see him, but he really doesn't play a role in that movie. And I love that, uh, he's integral to, to Miles' experience as Spider-Man because he's the one that develops this app that allows Spider-Man to communicate with Harlem. Such a brilliant so awesome. little uh, method of, of getting getting um, our missions. I, I loved that. Um, and the, Tinder the style mechanic, to pull it up, you swipe right yes, on your, you swipe on your left. touchpad. Or left, whatever it is. I, uh, I like that mechanic so much. I'm almost wondering if in the sequel to, to Spider-Man 2018... Peter's going to use that application because it really is a brilliant way for you to kind of just select side missions um, to start them up. So I'm interested to see if Peter gets back from his vacation. and He's like, oh, shit, this app is great. I'm going to use it, too. Um, but yeah, th- those are basically my thoughts of Spider-Man Miles Morales. I had a blast playing it. So I don't know. We're kind of getting a little bit into the next portion, but I do want to shout out the podcast um, element and the podcast and radio element. I loved that whole thing and how Genki gets involved with Danica and Spider-Man as well. Incorporating that into the narrative, I thought worked so, so beautifully well. Yeah. Right off the bat, Miles being like, how does Pete, does Peter have J Jonah Jameson's podcast linked directly into the suit? And he's like, I can't listen to this negative stuff. Like, like he's, I he's need a masochist. Yeah. I think he calls <laughs> exactly. him a masochist at one point. Yeah. 
it, it's it's very very funny so yeah th- those are my my overall thoughts christian what are your thoughts you know i think i like this story better you know i i came away a little underwhelmed with the story that's similar to the original uh the, the spider-man uh, insomniac spider-man game but the more time i spent with it and actually i jumped back in because chris you said you're at 80 percent, and i was like well i gotta get past chris i have to have more percentage done because <laughs> i'm competitive turns out i already had 80 percent as well but i went back and did some of the side stuff it was it was just it it, it occurred to me again and was and as i've had some time to sit with it having beaten the game for a few days of I think how much more interesting Miles' character is than than Peter's uh, as far as himself. I think I like the ensemble cast around Peter Parker better. In this one, it's very good. It's very strong. But it's almost like I thought Miles was more interesting with the villain being less interesting. Like one of the parts of the villain. There's one part that's that's very good. But like I found it like being a little bit completing column A and getting less of column B uh, in comparison, like directly, but overall, I think overall it's more effective as being Miles Morales throughout this. I, I really appreciate, like like we talked about the 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 mechanics of the web swinging stuff, reinforcing the character. I really appreciated how he really represents this special part of New York City, and uh, we'll talk about it more in story spoilers. But there there is a big uh, there's a big level of you representing a part of this city more so mm-hmm. than than has previously been represented by Spider-Man, which I think just works really beautifully. And it's, it's really awesome. There's some really great side quests. I will say, we'll talk about it more in gameplay mechanics. A little disappointed in the differences. I don't know if, uh, and again, I'll get into specifics, but the, the way that the gameplay has changed a little bit, I think works lesser in favor of uh, him being newer. We'll talk about that more in general, but I, I feel like the gameplay isn't reinforcing the story. Some really interesting uh, gadgets and other things that are introduced uh, throughout, but um, it, 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 to me, it doesn't mesh as well with what this game is trying to do. But overall, I think I think I'm, I'm sweeter on the story. Overall, I, I really appreciated the 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 last couple of chapters that we get and and the story that develops uh, just a little bit more. So I just felt a little more intimate, and it made me really appreciate. Especially, I'm playing currently Assassin's Creed Valhalla, just how compact the story starts. It starts, it, it like introduces you to these characters, it gives you a plot, and then it's like finished. It's like this perfect game link that's more like a TV show, way more digestible. And I, I really do love that and appreciate that, that it, that it is that contained. Uh, so there's an element of it being shorter that I, that I really appreciate. But overall, I think this is a great way um, to start off uh, the ownership of a new console, obviously with uh, something I want to add that we're going to talk about a little bit is, I'm sorry, Brian, we're going to exclude you a little bit. Is the no performance problem. on PS5 and, and ray tracing, which I just I'm I'm happy that a lot of people are introduced to this concept now. This is like the first time in a console game. This is I think one of the first console games to use to use ray tracing. To, to be perfectly honest, I, I think it, it it has to be, uh, which is just basically making light a particle effect and to to simplify it, and that means that light can bounce around, mirror things, act differently with different materials. And I found it added so much immersion to the game. Now, in the game on PS5, you have the the chance to run it on 30 frames fidelity, which allows for higher resolution of the screen and ray tracing and a little more detail in the world. And then performance, which is 60 frames per second and uh, no ray tracing and a little less fidelity and resolution. Uh, Chris, I imagine you played this on fidelity like me for the most part. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I uh, never switched over to performance. I was probably going to try that in New Game Plus. Did you switch between the two while you were playing? 
Yeah, I actually played uh, a little bit in performance, but mostly in fidelity. I find cinematics, I think console gamers are going to start to run into this. Uh, cinematics always work better in 30 frames per second, as as our listeners may know. Film is typically in like around 24 frames per second. So seeing like a movie thing in 60 frames, if you've seen The Hobbit in theaters or something on that really yeah, ridiculous. It almost looks like you're watching a stage play or something. Yeah, there's like just a, un- right in front of you uncomfortable smoothness right which maybe we just have to get used to but i actually enjoy more cinematic games in the 30 frames per second a gameplay itself you know i played around running it on 60 frames uh doing side missions and stuff and swinging around in actual gameplay mechanics and combat i think feels really good in 60 frames which is good but i would trade it for that ray tracing which you can just see brian to give you an idea in Peter's goggles, his visor, you can see the city lights just naturally reflected in buildings that you're running by. The 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 reflection is something I've never seen in a game where it's just like kind of perfect. In characters' eyeglasses, you can see this awesome realistic translucence. And it's it's such a That's small nuts. detail. In characters' eyes, you can see it, and it really just like breaks this other barrier of like what what animation and and technology can do as far as conveying being in that real world and so i think even though it's a it's what it's pretty small they're not actually ray tracing the sun to a large degree right so there's not a huge it's not really ray tracing on full display which the ps5 is not even capable of um you need like two high-end graphics card currently to to kind of max out that potential but even just adding a a little seasoning of it uh was really incredible and I, i think pretty awesome uh, another note on PlayStation 5 performance, I have an external drive hooked up. It's not running the game, obviously. You can't run the PS5 version off an external drive, but it does crash the it crashed the game at least six times, um, where my PlayStation... Un- and it seems to happen mostly in Spider-Man. It hasn't happened in other games. It's, it's happening in Spider-Man, which is so strange mm. because I'm not running it off that disc, but I get a, a hard... Uh, either a, a crash of the game, which is really easy to reboot or my entire system crashes and has to, I have to manually reboot it twice. And that, that crash has happened three times where the whole system crashes. If you have, so maybe unplug an external drive while you're playing it, I guess is maybe my advice. I don't know. It's, it's really annoying, but the, one of the benefits of the PS five is it boots up so quickly that even with a game crash, it was like, I was back in it in no time and really in fast travel, even like fast travels. The game has changed now on it. It's like, if you yeah, because did you do any fast traveling, Brian? I did. Yeah, there. I I probably only did it like three times. Most of the time, I was like, ah, it's it's close enough to web swing too, um, and and that's the whole point of the Spider Man game, right? You know, to to swing around the city. But there were a couple times where I was maybe in more of a hurry with some side quests, and I was just like, mm, fuck it, it's on the other side of the map. I'll use the the fast travel. But it's instantaneous. It's crazy. Yeah, Brian, see, did I you was able to fast travel only yeah. only when I was at like. 90 percent when i was going really across the map for some of the more obscure ending quests did i use it but yeah largely the map is small enough that and i enjoy just swinging around that i largely didn't use it but i did appreciate some of the um the new screens that they they put up for for miles to that point I do have to say, I watched some people uh, stream the the PS4 version on Twitch, so I got to see some of the subway sequences for the load screens. I am a little jealous that we don't have them in the game because some of them are really funny. Like, there's one there is an option, Chris, to turn to turn it on in Miles Morales. Yep, in the PS5 version, you can turn them on so you get whatever the scene is really quickly. I'll have maybe I'll have to turn them on and just do a bunch of uh, 
you know, fast travel for like 10 minutes or something to see them. But there is one really funny one where Miles is on the subway and he's in camouflage. So he's invisible. Yeah. And there are just people like bumping into him and being like, what the hell was that? (laughs) (laughs) It's so silly. I'm interested to see more of them. They're they're little fun vignettes. And that camouflage is part of his new skill set as a character now transition before before we transition i'm oh, gonna ruin Chris, your transition you just here. like roadblocks fucking, you just <laughs> i'm so sorry webbed, you just webbed up my transition we we you were talking about uh game breaks and glitches and stuff in your game brian mentioned some glitches in his with missing audio uh and you know miles holding like a floating cell phone and stuff. I am interested to hear about other things that you guys experience because I did experience some bugs in my game that were, that were ridiculous. Um, oh really? No, point, other than the game crashing. No, my game just hard. Really? Like fro- it's so crazy. Cause you know, the 60 or 30 frames on PS five is locked and you can, Brian, you definitely drop frames and it, it's something you maybe not notice Cause that's, you're just used to when it gets chaotic things getting a little choppier, but it's when the, the yeah. video gets a little choppy and that's when it's a lot of particle effects and a lot of things are happening. The PS five never, I have yet to on several games I've launched. I've never seen it drop a frame, a single frame that I can tell. Whereas PS4 a whole lot, but the game just freezes and crashes. <laughs> it just solidly just freezes. And that's the only other, I think, I think that's the only bugs I ran into. Chris, tell us about your bugs. So my game never crashed. I never had to restart it. Um, but there was a moment during a side mission where one of the members of the underground threw me through the map. Mm. Uh, and I was literally on the upside down of New York City where you can't web you can't mm-hmm. uh web sling to anything because the game isn't recognizing that there's anything to <laughs> oh, web sling no. to so you literally just kind of like fall into the sky to your death <laughs> like so basically miles wow. just died died and i had to restart the mission but other than that that only happened once there was a weird audio glitch that i kept experiencing throughout the whole game which was whenever i used a venom strike or anything with electricity uh, sometimes the the sound bite of the electricity would stick around well after mm-hmm. the the action was was taken. Um, so I would be like swinging through a quiet area of New York, and I'd be like, "Why does it sound like there's some type of like electrical static <laughs> in the background?" And then once I finally realized what was happening, I would have to manually restart the game or reload the game to get rid of it. I think it also I, happened saw, I think with I some experienced that too, Chris. I didn't really? know what it was. Yeah, it sounded like it just got really loud all of a sudden, but I, I just restarted yeah. it and it was gone. Yeah. I also had to do that with the music at one point toward the uh, tail end of the game. Uh, I had to reload the game because there was some uh, musical cues still happening over a scene that wasn't supposed to have them. But other than those things, those are really the only uh, glitches that I experienced. I have heard that there's a hilarious glitch where Miles will become an inanimate object. Like, he'll touch an object. Like, people, there are videos on YouTube of him swinging around as a fire truck. Uh, I've seen trash cans swing through New York City. What else have I seen? Uh, just ridiculous sequences. This glitch just turns his model into whatever he crashed against. And uh, you can use it as Spider-Man. I, I recommend looking That's it up, incredible. fellow Popaholics, or if you guys haven't seen it, definitely look it up because it's very strange to see a full fire truck uh, web <laughs> swing through, <laughs> through New York City. It's it's so funny. That's You'll believe funny. a truck can fly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna trans. You know, 
one of the new gameplay mechanics isn't becoming a fire truck, but you know what it is? Venom powers. Uh, we're going to transition into gameplay mechanics. There's going to be light spoilers here, I think, as far as we're going to talk a, a little bit about the side quests and stuff. So if you're really like uh, sensitive to that, we're not going to spoil any major story stuff, but I just want to give a little warning that we're going to talk about gameplay mechanics. So one of the new things is Venom Powers and Camouflage, and you get some different gadgets. How do you, how do you guys feel that this compared to the first game? Did you did you like it more, or um, how, how did you feel uh, adapting to some of the new powers was? Uh, Brian, we'll start with you. So... Like I said before, I thought all of the the new skill tree and um, venom powers completely benefited the way that I play the game. There was a handful of moves that you could use to generate venom uh, energy, as well as a handful that you could use it for. And yeah, I thought it it made so I I probably there I think there were two boss battles that I had to um, that I died a couple times on and it was largely just figuring out the function of what I was supposed to do to to beat the boss but yeah it was the perfect level of being able to have some plan and uh, some strategy with kind of a button mashing element I don't mean to oversimplify it but it's like three or four moves that I would do on top of just like dodging and and all the mm. other stuff um so it was not complicated enough, or not too complicated, which can get overwhelming for me as someone who's unskilled with these sorts of games. What I really appreciated was the skill tree. The skill tree being based fully around the Venom power, which I was able to use in a way that with the last game, like I was saying, some of the uh, more complex Combos. spinning mechanics. Yeah. I, I'm not very good at <laughs> uh, that sort of, those sorts of things. So the fact that I could keep going up the skill tree and actually actively use what I was doing was a hundred percent like um improvement for me um i think the i don't know if you guys did this one so i maybe we can go for gadgets first because i did appreciate the camouflage and even the, the camouflage on the skill tree was associated with the venom power to some degree but the sorts of missions in the last game they become they became really tedious for me and a little frustrating with having to sneak around the camo option took away that as well and maybe this is just making the game easier because it's not a particularly hard game but it made those sorts of missions uh, i felt good after accomplishing them and there was some i could get into a pattern of sneaking around and not taking forever using my um my webs to distract people this and that i appreciated um the remote mines or one of the other things that i use the most just th throwing mines around and, and setting them off but yeah, I think all of the uh, all of this stuff that changed and was kind of tweaks on the last game, um, I felt as complete improvements. Um, I don't know if we want to. I'll let you guys talk about that, and then we'll get into quests. Yeah, sure. That's talk good. about yeah, yeah. Chris. Yeah, I, I agree with Brian. I, I did like that uh, the skill trees and the gadgets were fewer and, and simplified, but I think that also makes sense for Miles' character. You know, he's not as skilled a Spider-Man as Peter is, so of course he would have fewer gadgets uh, and, and not as many uh, moves. But I really did like the implementation of the Venom Strike and the camouflage. Like you said, Brian, uh, I definitely think the camouflage ability makes sneaking around 
much easier than it was in the 2018 Spider-Man game because you can't just disappear on a whim. But I did find myself in in many instances where I was surrounded by guys and I was just like, I need to reset this. Yeah. And I would just disappear <laughs> in a horde and then like dodge away and thwip up to to an I-beam or something and wait until they forgot that I was in the area just to like reset things. So I, I definitely think that I don't want to say a quality of life thing. It's a character trait to Miles Morales from the comic books. That's a really interesting power that sets him apart from Peter Parker. And I like that it was implemented into the game. But it does add uh, this this level of ease to combat when you're just kind of overwhelmed. Truth be told, when fighting the final boss, I actually ended up using camouflage more than I probably should have. Well, we can talk about that fight more when we get into spoilers. But um, in terms of the Venom power, I I loved it, uh, especially for heavier enemies, the ones that you would have to like web up in the original or would have to take, you know, multiple strikes to finally take down. Once you get toward the tail end of this game and you've upgraded that skill tree completely, one Venom strike knocks out these big thugs, which I think was really awesome. I found myself using like the Venom punch and the Venom jump and the uh, there's like a, a Venom rush as well where you can like rush toward dash. an enemy. Yeah, I think it's called Venom yeah, it's dash. Like a Venom you can actually dash. use it in the air too to speed up your web swinging. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Uh, and again, the, these things are fun because they set Miles apart from Peter. And and that's what you want. You don't want these two characters to feel the same, um, even though they're both technically Spider-Man. So I, I think they're well implemented and, and a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm torn because there, there are some fun mechanics for sure. Um, I probably should have upped the difficulty on mine. I don't want to say like I'm really good at this game, but I will say that with the camel and the venom punch, you're pretty OP pretty quick in the game. And I found that like that made it less like, again, I think it fights against the story a little bit because you're Miles Morales, you're new on the job. And the fact that you get the venom punch so early and it's just like, yeah, you can just wreck any, no one can block it. It's an unblock. It's like the Falcon punch, right? It's like, I found myself (laughs) in the pattern. My actual pattern was, uh, especially with lots of enemies to gravity ball, which is one of your gadgets that brings them all together. And then there's like a, there's a venom strike down that does an AOE downward area of effect. Oh, so good. And I was just doing that combo for days Reckon and then just like yeah. grabbing and spinning. So I found myself getting in like an easy loop and then I tried to make it more interesting and stuff, but it, it, it felt a little antithetical to his wiry presence. And I understand the venom powers is a canonical thing, right? But it felt a little too like, I felt more powerful with a limited move set than Spider-Man, and that didn't feel quite as satisfying mm. as, oh, I'm I'm not as good. I have to like really think about how many. I found in the the original Spider-Man, I was thinking a little bit more about because I had so many more gadgets of like the different tricks and traps and stuff. And this one's kind of like you get the web mime for when you're sneaking. You just camo after you get spotted, and that was the loop there. Whereas like it felt like in the first one, there's a little more like, okay, I'm gonna do this web mine. And then, you know, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. This one, it feels like I got into the rhythm of when I'm doing stealth, I can just camo whenever. And then when I'm in combat, it's gravity ball and then smash them all and just venom strike them to death, (laughs) you know? Right. I agree with you. I think if they had implemented the venom strike a little later in the narrative, it probably would have been better. You you wouldn't have felt as godlike uh, from the get-go because you get that power basically right off the bat. Yeah. So So maybe if he had discovered that power once peter had left new york and maybe it would have um been a little bit better but did you guys both play on i think it was amazing the the mm-hmm. default standard the default yeah yeah i was surprised there was two levels of difficulty below that 
I was when I started up the game, Mickey was sitting next to me and I was actually I'm just saying because I'm not good at video games and I felt like this was a that was like maybe I could have played like a slightly higher difficulty, maybe. It's amazing, and then below that is friendly, right? And then there's like friendly neighborhood. And I laughed at the description of this because it literally says Miles cannot die in combat. Mm-hmm. So okay, like, all right. Which is, I think, a great thing for accessibility and for other things. Like, oh, yeah, I, I'm totally absolutely. not against having these. I just think with the default being, and it's not like the the boss fights. The, there was like boss fights where you'd get like two shotted, and that were challenging, but not in like a I'm trying to figure this out fun way. It was just like kind of frustrating. So yeah. I don't like when it's like, okay, I feel OP and then there's this thing that pops up that's suddenly like a frustrating thing where I have to learn just one way to do it. I find the my favorite video games give you the tools and then give you a problem that you can solve a myriad of different ways with the tools that you have, right? This game feels like it gives you too many OP tools, too many very noticeable, there's no punishment for using them tools to to do the accomplishment. And then out of nowhere, it's like, and you have to do this exact thing or else the boss is just going to kill you. Um, so I found right. the gameplay in those regards uh, not as fun. Good power trip, but you know, not as like, oh, I'm feeling engaged in this combat. Uh, so that's a little disappointing for me from a mechanic standpoint. It, in uh, Speaking to the Venom powers again, though, you said there's really no way to stop them. There are enemies that will prevent you from using Venom Strikes. Like a lot of the Roxxon en- uh, enemies have weapons that will completely disable the Venom Strike. Even if you have a full Venom gauge, it'll bring it down to zero. So, I mean, there's moments yes, that most, happen. Sure. Most, enemies, most enemies you can defeat. Uh, no problem, but the game does try a little bit. It tries a little. I mean, it introduces those guys that can see you in camo, and I feel like they right. never come back. They're in like one level, and I was like, oh, cool, too, there's like a yeah. foil, but it feels like it, they kind of stopped using them. And so, I beat those guys right off the bat. Like, they're my first target, so I really never even got to experience the consequences of being seen by one of them. Yeah, uh, the Roxxon soldiers are the, the soldiers that can use the, um, which I guess is a little bit of a spoiler as far as them being a bad guy, but... Um, they use they use Roxxon's a villain in the Marvel universe, so they, they, they're a villainous organization. Uh, yeah, but more people play the video game than read the comic books. Um, they uh, the, the the venom draining stuff. Yeah, that adds an interesting mechanic, and and those were the part. Obviously, the, the game designers are smart, so like the, those times, it becomes a little more challenging and stuff. So it's not a total loss. It's just like in the moment to moment for a lot of the game. It just feels like I'm using the same combo and, and rarely having to be like, oh, I'm Spider-Man. What am, um, you know, what am I going to do? Whereas like, I believe in the original one, there's like eight gadgets and this one, there's only four. So I feel like just right. They the, like halved it. Yeah. So wow. I didn't realize it was that much less. Okay. Yeah. But I do like the decoy drones. Uh, they're super interesting. They, they're like so well realized. Oh, the holographic beautiful. drones. Oh, yeah. The holographic drones. Yeah. I loved upgrading them because my favorite one before was the spider drones because you get in a big fight and you're just like, here's six spider drones. Uh, so it's cool they had kind of had a replacement for that um, it, it's pretty cool and they introduced that mechanic really fun and as far as peter's like messages back to to miles um when he's on vacation so that's really cool uh but do- you know oh god before we move on this is something that we mentioned uh when we reviewed the first game christian but i'm interested to know because as our uh long time fellow popaholics will know i'm a basic bitch when it comes to what suits <laughs> i use in the game hmm uh, what suits did you guys use most when oh, you were playing question. the game? Great question, Chris. Brian? So, my number one suit, it it's kind of late game, so I don't I don't think it's a spoiler to talk about a suit. I don't know. Is this... 
I, I sent it to you guys. Depends but, on what the suit. I'm, I mean, I'm looking at it right now in our group chat. But I still don't have that suit, by the way. I've not done all those. It's it's a later. I got it. Yesterday. Yeah, it's a later, a relatively later game. But there is a side quest where you go around the city collecting samples for a track that Miles's father and uncle have made together, and it was just so up my alley. And the the, the suit ended up being the purple rain suit, which is a purple and green gorgeous suit that is a shout out to a future mixtape and fellow papaholics will know i am a big fan of future so this being in this game just felt perfectly appropriate for me so once i got that it's been pretty much that one aside from that the miles morales 2099 with the glowing blue eyes that seems to be a really popular one yep that was that i don't was my like go-to. the 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 sharp uh what do you call it the you know what? i could do without that as well yeah, yeah. I, I, like that would have been that's like suit. a spidey 2099 staple oh really yeah that, that's part of the the regular yeah, yeah. 2099 design gotta be there for hey sure. i could rock the uh the winner suit for a minute as well that um <laughs> you get on through my one of my favorite side quests i like that that is my favorite moment of the whole game is is that side quest. oh really yeah 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 where you unlock the winner suit um chris what suit were you rocking We'll have to talk about that side quest a little bit more because I also really like that side quest. Um, that that's definitely spoiler territory. Yeah. Uh, what que- what what suit do you think I used, Christian? Original Miles Morales, basic ass bitch. Yeah, I used the <laughs> the, the gift like first Spider Man suit that he gets from Peter right right before Peter leaves. Those knee pads. Uh, yeah, there's <laughs> so, like shoulders. So yeah, yeah. It's like um. Of the type of suit that he's wearing, it's it's like for like um, like figure skating almost, you know, or like the type of suits you see um, bobsledders wear, you know. It, it's definitely meant for like winter sports. Yeah, it was it was reminiscent <laughs> of uh, his homemade suit in um, the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, the one with the goggles uh, and stuff. Right, and then then I used the classic Miles Morales suit, and I have to say. Uh, which is Once great I, and better than Spider-Man's suit. And it's you awesome. Can't I love change that suit. Spider-Man's fucking Insomniac suit, and I hate it because I do not love that web. The the white gauntlets. Mm, never been a fan. Of that I suit. that suit that original suit really grew on me, and and I do really like the white spider now. But um, my reasoning behind using these suits, at least while I'm playing the story mode, is that the cool part about this game is most cutscenes will allow you to use whatever suit you want. But if you're wearing specific suits during certain cutscenes, Miles will actually take damage or have damage that is in line with what's taking place in the story. Like really? Uh there's there's one scene where you're wearing the older suit before he makes his own suit. Um and it's all torn up by the end of the battle and it's torn up in uh, like um, the final cutscene there, and then you see it torn up later in the game. So to me, it, it just kind of like takes me out of the narrative. Chris, if I'm wearing a suit that some, isn't in most line. Most of the suits, because I've changed my suit a lot. Most of the suits have those damage modelings on them. They do when you're fighting. So like no, in as the cutscenes, in the cutscenes, yeah, because there's a specific cutscene where you get where Miles takes a specific beating. And I was wearing a different suit and I had like modeling damage on him. That was convincing and good. At least it wasn't we'll nothing. We'll have to talk about it okay. in spoilers because I, I did watch some cutscenes with alternate suits 
and they didn't take the same damage oh, okay. as his like traditional suit. Canonical amount of so. damage. I got you. <laughs> Uh, but I was surprised. That, that's just like a really nerdy pet peeve, though. And that that's why during the main story, you know me, I, I typically end up wearing the the suit that he's supposed to be wearing. But that's a great in, suit. In I mean, it's beats. a really badass look. It's my, one of my favorite oh, suits in the it. game. So I'm, I'm happy that the default one is good. Um, I went with the... Um, God, I can't... I should have remembered the name. It's the one where he has kind of the camo fatigue pants, like the the, the joggers, and then he has the hoodie with like, like a leather the jacket. the suit or something, I think. Oh, maybe. my God. Uh, yeah, I love being like, uh, you know, skinny, uh, you know, biker <laughs> mixed with like, you know, I don't know. I don't know what was going on with this suit. There's so much going on. I, I found myself not loving any of the alternate suits 100%, but I wanted one with a hoodie. I thought that was really badass, him rocking a hoodie. And it's cool because in the cutscenes, his hoodie goes down at certain parts. Okay. So there was a lot of interaction, and I was surprised by that's that. Cool. And that. That helped me. You know, I did, like, after one of the scenes where he takes a lot of damage, I switched his suit, and the damage was removed then. So if you switch suits in the game, that, that can happen. But I played around with a lot of them. I did the... I really like that Into the Spider-Verse suit. It just... I was going to ask if you used it, because I know before we got the game, you said that was a suit you were definitely going to use. Yeah, I used it for a bit. Um, I, I just kind of bounced around the ones that I liked, but I ended up playing a lot of the game. I ended up playing the last part of the game in just the original. Because like you, I was like, okay, last cutscene, I'm going to use the 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 like default one, which I think looks great, but I felt I felt it was apropos of, of the story as well. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, so I, I bounced around, but I really like that end of the world suit a lot. Um, I liked all the ones with hoodies. Uh, probably the glowing Spider-Man one would have been my favorite one if it didn't have those stupid, stupid wrist blades. Did you guys realize that um, with the the Into the Spider-Verse suit, the frame rate drop and the pows and bams well, like on onomatopoeias, that's- those are those are visor mods. Yeah, so, so you, you can, can actually pick anything, any yeah. suit and attach them to that suit and it'll look as though that suit is from into the spider-verse i thought that was a, a really fun addition to the game i wasn't expecting it to be that way i need to do uh, this now when we first found out about it but this it is, is really news. cool that's so awesome yeah i hate taking up like a like a mod slot with them because they really they're it's just purely aesthetic you don't get any like bonuses by doing it yeah of course but uh it is it's a fun easter egg but to the mod slot and while we're on gameplay there's like it it doesn't feel like i'm making a hard choice it's like the mods that are the best are clearly the best ones like the one that leaves around residual venom oh absolutely that's like you have to get like so and that was similar to um the uh the the first one i obviously there's more suit powers that you can get than the mod slots there's just more options in the original game but I found that they weren't, they were either really bad or just way OP. So I felt like the balance there wasn't like, oh, I'm really going to pick my play style. It was like, okay, Venom powers just kick ass. So get the one that gives you more Venom powers, you know. See, what you dislike about it makes it great for me. (laughs) (laughs) Streamline it, baby. No, I like being able, I like, I like, you know, I'm an RPG person. So I, I appreciate that they're there, but like when they're there and it's just like, okay, just build in these effects as you go through and they just be upgrades. Why am I choosing them when it's like, I clearly am not going to choose this other inferior one. It's like, take, take a little less damage from light attacks. Regenerate your venom powers 5,000%. It's like, uh, yeah, that's a real... Hmm. that seems to be the one they want me to use <laughs> yeah so I, I i get a little mad that it's not like oh well i like throwing combat better or i like disarming before so i'm really gonna pick that it doesn't feel like it just feels like okay this is clearly the best path which is a little frustrating there but i can was, understand how it's comforting there was one mod that was like reduce melee damage by 25 percent. immediate i had uh, it on the entire game 
Yeah, I was like, uh, well, I'm definitely going to be getting punched a lot. Yeah, like, no, that's I didn't. Be a staple. See, that's interesting because I was like, I'm Spider Man. I don't get fucking hit by anything. It's, just, it's literally <laughs> a giant glowing red thing above your head whenever you're about to get hit. You just press circle. And usually that takes that's true. Take care of that. No, there's some charging enemies and stuff that, you know, kind of catch you by there surprise. Also, um, there was also one that reduced uh, gunfire damage, which I definitely put on as well. So we move on now into spoilers ablazing. This is full spoilers. Spoilery. All right. So I've been meaning to ask this question. And I didn't look up any. I could have easily looked up this and figured it out, but I must have missed something. I don't know what new form does. I don't, I, and I don't know what the ending f- game that Finn was trying to do. Am I stupid? Am I really stupid? I mean, I really, I, I kind of was like distracted because I was trying to get my headsets configured. That's a whole other story about me playing this game. But um, there were moments when I wasn't paying super close attention, uh, but I totally missed what new form is and what Finn's plan was towards the end can you guys help me what was going on i don't i don't know if i can like i don't think i could explain <laughs> isn't new force new form just an energy source is that i thought of it as some form of like nuclear energy source. okay yeah. yeah that makes sense that makes total sense i thought it was like i couldn't even tell if it was a drug people were taking i couldn't tell no. what fen was trying to do at the end of it uh, with it because uh, all all the all the like accoutrement that are added to the uh, the underground enemies in the game, mm-hmm. those are all built by Finn, but powered by New Form. Okay, so so like it's not like one in the same, but yeah, I, I definitely think that uh, it's confusing. <laughs> Let's just <laughs> put it this way: they took source. more than one thing from The Dark Knight Rises to make this game. So <laughs> <laughs> for sure. All right, so let's get into it. What are our thoughts on the overall story um, of this game, Chris? Let's start with you. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think the story from Spider-Man 2018 is a little bit stronger, but I think there are some excellent emotional beats within this story. Uh, I love how the narrative is bookended by Miles being completely alone, walking around Harlem at the very beginning of the game. And then at the end of the game, uh, the same track is playing in the background, except now that everybody knows that he's Spider-Man, he has uh, made it his community. He has made friends and, and new family, and and he's accepted by the Harlem community. I found that to be uh, very beautiful and, and fun. Uh, Finn. Let's talk about Finn. How do you guys feel about Finn? I, like I said at the very beginning of this episode, like, Perfect. She has to be a character that Miles knows in his personal life that he's going to come into conflict with as Spider-Man and he's going to have to make a difficult moral choice uh, against someone that he deeply cares about. I think the introduction of Finn as the Tinkerer was probably a little too soon in the game. I think it should have been saved for a little bit longer. Um, You knew it was, I feel like, see, I don't know because I just was like, yeah, that's Finn. Like immediately, like I. Well, I, yeah, I, I mean, seem very telling. They wouldn't the have been able tinker to hide it typically, for that long. Yeah, probably. The tinker typically isn't a, a woman, um, so obviously, if you know Spider-Man lore and like the the way Spider-Man stories are told, once you know the tinker is a woman, you're looking for someone in Miles' personal life that's a woman, roughly around probably his his same age. So when Finn's introduced uh, on on Christmas Eve at the very beginning of the game. Most astute players are like, oh, that's the tinkerer. <laughs> so it, I feel like it, it's kind of obvious. Um, 
in terms of the emotional beat at the end with her like realizing the error of her ways uh, after Miles absorbs all the uh, the new form radiation, she like jettisons both of them up into the sky so he can just totally release the radiation and blow her up because he's going to survive. Um, then uh, Michael Caine sees her in a cafe. Right. Oh, sorry. In Paris. Yeah, he, he sees her in a cafe in Paris <laughs> sipping coffee with Black Cat. Uh, I wanted... With a new form, the size of a tangerine. <laughs> At the end of uh, the Spider-Man 2018, I, I was weeping. Actually weeping. I mm. wanted that same reaction when I beat Spider-Man Miles Morales. And maybe it's because I really like jettison through this game like i played for about two hours the day that i got my ps5 and then played the remaining six hours of the story the next day so like all in a row i played through the whole game and maybe it would have had more of an emotional impact if i had taken a break in between and that's not to say that i i wasn't touched by the moment but uh christian i think you're right in saying that the end of this game maybe was a little underwhelming um, but I, I did enjoy it. I did like it. You know, I found the relationship between him and Finn a little more compelling than the relationship between Peter and Otto. Maybe it's because I'm comparing it. There's nothing for me to compare this relationship to as far as Miles' story. I can compare the relationship of uh, Peter Parker and uh, Otto Octavius to one of my favorite movies of all time. So that's right. super hard to do. And this, I feel like I at least was, I was moved by the, the last scene. I would say I, I was like teetering because, I mean, there's a moment when you like stop her from killing somebody and she just kind of turns on a dime on you, you know, mm-hmm. on Miles very abruptly. It's like, okay, I'm going to kill you. You show your face, I'm going right. to kill you. And that seems a little extreme. I don't feel like her character was actually pushed as far as we would want to believe that she would be to like want to kill her like best friend because they, they are best friends, right? There's also there's also nothing like affecting her to to be aggressive. Like in, in 2018, Otto Octavius is being affected by the arms that are attached to his well, body. she's so. pissed off at... She, she and she's pissed. understandably she pissed, pissed like, off at, at uh, she has Troy Baker. Good reason. <laughs> she has good reason to be angry and doing what she's doing. But I did feel like that moment, like you said, was a little too intense for like not her, her aggression, not being amplified by any type of like chemical or machine or anything like that. It, it, it was kind of on a dime, like you said. And I was like, hold, whoa, like for someone who's so supposed to be so logical and I understand that you've gone through a lot of emotional shit over the last year, but uh, especially considering that you you supposedly care so much for this person, this person being Miles, like it did seem a little abrupt. Uh, also, the fact that she wasn't listening to him at all, hmm. it, it just, I don't know, without, and I know that's very tropey, that's a very tropey request to be like, why wasn't her brain being tampered with by some type of alien chemical to make her aggressive <laughs> in some way um but yeah it, it just didn't seem logical in my opinion she is arguably on a power trip i mean she has an insane yeah, amount of power definitely. with with her new form technology as i'm aware now that's what that is um side note i will say that um at least on ps5 brian i don't know if it looks good, good uh, this good on ps4 but uh people of color's hair looks good in video games now it took us way too long but Finn's hair looks incredible, and so does Miles' hair when you see it. Like, 
that type of hair just has never looked as has been a point of of problem with with video games and i feel like in this video game it just looked it looked great it was like the first time i've seen convincing like uh people of color's hair <laughs> which i know it's a weird side note but interesting good job spider-man uh Br- <laughs> brian what do you think of the story yeah i i definitely enjoyed it i i agree that i was already kind of um starting to guess about who the tinkerer was when it was revealed it happened pretty pretty quickly I, I really enjoyed the relationship between him and Finn. I thought they they um, they were funny in the way that they you know joked back and forth and kind of gave each other shit. Um, I really appreciated that and combining the that narrative with the side quest of them finding time capsules and hearing mm-hmm. the, all the stories of of them in high school and how intelligent she's always been and um, you know how this super aspirational person inevitably saw the true face of the world in in terms of this through this corporation that uh, really screwed over her brother and ultimately led to to him dying um true to life right, right. so um we understand why she you know doesn't believe in in what they're selling anymore and obviously um krieger is just a trash person the, the worst hey, of the worst shout out to <laughs> troy we, baker you know he's very a good. troy baker performance is just a given that it's gonna be solid okay i mean this man is in some of your favorite video games and he's in certainly one of mine last of us uh, part one and part two um he i feel like he's a little cut short by the end of it but man his performance is just like such an tech bro asshole and it is perfect i mean it, it is, really is it's matt it's one of his one of my favorites from him i i feel like his character again doesn't kind of hit this high moment and i think which is important i think they let finn and, and miles story play out more so which is which which i think is is a better move but god he is he is delightfully assholey it's the I, scene where he's interrogating miles mm-hmm. and he reaches for his mask and, and the venom powers like strike him back to protect miles and then he's like sniffing him uh it's so gross (laughs) he's such a gross person Mm -hmm. and like that is a very uncomfortable and awkward moment considering that miles is like 17 years old Mm -hmm. uh it's very just he has he follows it with the line like we're gonna run so many experiments on you (laughs) like he's like oh gosh "I'm, i'm gonna take that mask off and then i'm gonna reach inside you and figure out what makes you tick. <laughs> like it's so fucking <laughs> I think gross. He does dude. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sick. Uh, and there's like a, a horrific, like pedo- pedophile aspect to it that is just awful. But uh, yeah, I would have liked to see more of that his performance because it is so despicable. Um, but yeah, he's underplayed. He doesn't have any superpowers. So he, he I mean, he's, he's literally just like the corporate uh, asshole. He just needs to get in a suit. So. Put him in a mech suit. That's what they always do. Yeah, he should have been in the rhino suit, the enhanced rhino suit. So, okay. Is, does every Spider-Man game require an obligatory rhino fight? Because I feel like every Spider-Man game I've ever played starts with fighting the rhino. Is it I just think these there are a lot of rhino fights. Yeah. He's very easy to start to learning program. the mechanics. Oh, Okay. And to like put him in spots because he's just a brute. Like the brute in a melee game is really easy. Like pro, think about that versus programming the uh, AI of like the Green Goblin to throw him in any environment and have him fly like around. Culture. It's got to be a, yeah. It's sure. got to be a, okay. a very specific like pattern of like 
of how it's going to play out, right? You can throw a rhino in any environment and just like be like, okay, just he runs. <laughs> he that runs at you. Yeah, there's no verdict. And it's also fun to see a physical foil for Spider-Man. And you know, his rhino's suit. so big and, and We know and that spiders are, uh, they're apex predators, the rhino. <laughs> and his suit of goes course. against the, uh, the bioelectricity <laughs> element as well, right? He's got the uh, defense mechanisms from the... It's like FSU and... University of Florida, like rivalry, spiders and rhinos. <laughs> Always added them too. <laughs> oh man, natural enemies. Yeah, I think it's just what is, because rhino. What did rhino is, call his his venom strike in the game? Like uh, blasty pops or something <laughs> like blasty like blast. Yes. Yeah, something very funny. I loved it, and then the moment where you finally beat Rhino in that second fight. And he's like, get ready for some blasty pops. Yeah, it's a good moment. Good character beat. So, uh, yeah, last last bit on uh, spoiler in the plot. Uh, I really appreciated, and I think it worked well how um, Miles' mother is an activist and politician, and then his father is the cop, and those kind of conflicting sides of um, of things with his uncle kind of being outside of the law for you know more the reasons that we find out the more we learn about the relationship but i really liked how some of the side quests and stuff fleshed out some of those relationships because i didn't ultimately think the story worked incredibly well but what worked best were these moments where through these items that you're finding you're getting backstory and then uh, it leads um leads to the end where we see the former science fair um exhibit that they got to demonstrate mm-hmm. at and we even see peter and doc ock talking there so i all of that was was working really well anybody for else me. follow peter into the black void i did yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was like where are you going peter Boy, is, how far is this game gonna let me go yeah exactly um, i was wondering if you could get make it all the way back to his apartment <laughs> did you guys play through that stalker the memory lane side quest at the very end where you're collecting um, the postcards with the recordings that is of, what uh, i was working Jefferson on davis yes dude that side quest broke me yeah that that like, was one of my favorite ones 100 yeah, percent. i couldn't oh. it I, I got through the whole thing but like every every next recording i was like i'm gonna weep i literally like, just did this hearing before the voice recording of his dead tonight dad. i know it was so good uh yeah that you it's definitely got to do. do that one christian yeah. yeah, I was like halfway through it and I was like, I need to like pay attention to these. And uh, I was really cool. Another thing I noticed, the Empire State for the first time in any goddamn video game finally has the proper like observation deck that the yeah. Empire State has. I was very excited to see that because I'm like, no game does this. And it was like crowded full of people. And I was like, that's exactly what it is. I was so hyped. I'm like, oh my God, this is next gen gaming. We get an okay, Empire That is State. one benefit to playing on the PS5 is that New York City is uh, more populated. Um, it, it feels more alive. I think on the PS4, there are fewer citizens strewn about the city, but because the console has the ability to generate them. Listen, there are two types of gamers, Chris. Those who have played Red Dead Redemption 2 and those who <laughs> haven't. And, and so I haven't. We are not... This game is nowhere close to that. Le- that is that is the bar for what a realized world is. And yeah, we are very, very far away from that. But I, I, I agree seeing the draw distance, at least on PlayStation, is um, PlayStation 5 is so good. And you can kind of see down the street a lot more and see more population, more cars and stuff. So that's that's all really great. But yeah, you're still missing like the 
you know, in Red Dead, it's like every character has a name and has like a, a, a route they do and an occupation and they will just live out their lives and interact with their, you know, weird. There's I mean, obviously New York and an old town, you know, old small town is, is very different scope of, of things. But right. um, so I, I think there's, you know, th- th- this game did not make any like giant leaps as far as immersion and amount of like the population being a living breathing world i still think there's a a lot of room there yeah i took pleasure in after saving someone and with people congratulating me just continuing to throw things like tear doors off of cars and fling them (laughs) (laughs) thanks so much spider-man as i'm just destroying the city brian the destructive (laughs) spider-man uh yeah i'll i'll never not love dive face diving into like a crowd of people and them all just running around be like what are you doing man hey it's spider-man you know just like flip on a dime <laughs> yeah or like hey it's spider-man hey, where are you walking um just, i'm walking here i will say that when i did get 3d audio working so 3d audio is a, a new technology in playstation that kind of virtualizes surround sound in your headset when i was able to get it working um other nitpicks aside that I don't know are fixed with a in-house solution. There are some compression elements to different gameplay sounds uh, with what I was doing, which was every single method that isn't an official peripheral from Sony. Uh, it is very, very cool. The different You can hear the different layers of audio, and it's it's really nice. And that, that adds, I think, a huge level of immersion. If uh, you aren't playing video games with headphones, um, you're doing it wrong. Uh, or a, a really good sound system because that, I mean, in, in, in immersion, I think that's such a huge underrated thing. So I do recommend that people, um, if they can pick out a good pair of headphones and play it on, even, even if you're just getting stereo, I, I just think it adds a lot. Um, I think a lot of people are lacking that people get the big TVs, but they don't take care of sound. Got to get that sound. Uh, so that was a really cool element, uh, onto a uh, story. I think, I think it's, we're on me now. I think we all gave our impressions on story. Yeah. Like I had said before, I think the whole concept of it, I think is working better in this video game than previously, as far as me getting involved with the character in the entire arc, just like looking at it as a piece. I love that Miles Morales is kind of representing this part in New York that, uh, doesn't feel represented by the current Spider-Man. The fact that he has to earn that, like he has to prove that to the people. And, and that leads me to like my favorite moment in the story is there is a character who is uh, deaf and she's like a graffiti artist who who is who's painting a mural of like um like spider-man and other other stuff and you run into her a couple times and there's a moment where you like help her out and i don't remember the mission was i think you're shutting down radio towers or you know it's spider-man combat and you like coming Doesn't back she help you with the kingpin side quest i think so i think that's what it is uh yeah there's also a moment where you come across a big bag of money and miles morales is just like wow it's a lot of money and i'm like dude take some money dude come on you gotta pay for school <laughs> like no one's gonna give a shit you think you think the cops are going to return all that money? Like, seriously, just take some of it, dude. It's cool. Um, <laughs> maybe our heroes. He has no it. pockets. Yeah, that is true. Um, but the moment where you get the little um, the Santa Claus outfit, you know, the little holiday, like that is just so. It's like so sweet and endearing. And she like like um, signs out like, oh, that's our Spider Man or something. I just thought that moment was like just super sweet and yeah. kind of represented what Miles is in 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 new york city and in, in the spider-man universe so i appreciated all that and you get that more at the end um where um he the you know you get that new york city coming together moment that you get a lot of spider-man stuff um and so i thought all that was like really affected the science center scene although it's not touching kind of the highs of naughty dog stuff which naughty dog has a scene that i talked about in last of us part two that takes place in an old um 
museum, like this prehistoric museum that is just like top 10 moments in video games ever. It's hitting on some of those levels and I really appreciate the interactive stuff and the character beats. I think that really, those kind of moments are so underappreciated in games when they're done right. And I'm glad that this has it where you can interact with the different stuff and it's just, con- it's a way that Finn and Miles can bash out some of their history. I think that did a lot to add layers to their to their friendship and kind of wish we got something like that a little sooner um, to like kind of bounce us off into the conflict with them. Uh, so, but I think, you know, these, this game was very adamant of like, you're Spider-Man, just swing around, um, like really quickly and, and clearly had less moments of you like on the ground as miles than in the previous game. Uh, one thing I did like about that sequence and, and I was surprised is, uh, it replaces miles in the present having to venture to their project in the museum with that flashback. Mm-hmm. I thought when we got to the end of the flashback, I was going to have to retrace all my steps uh, and basically see the museum in present day totally dilapidated. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, you you play as the flashback Miles and Finn making their way to the project, and then it cuts back into the present, and you're already there at their at their project. So I thought that was that was you didn't want to have great. to walk through. I mean, I didn't. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's a very specific. But I thought that was an interesting way to get sure. you from point A to yeah, point yeah. B. Yeah, no, agreed. Agreed. Um, what did we think about the final fight? I thought it was like it was she, her sword was just OP. Like you got I got smacked by that and was instantly dead. I was like, oh, this is gonna be frustrating. So, yeah, Chris, like you, invisible is the way to go with that boss fight. So ha- I, I, I was like, Christian is going to make fun of me for how much I used camouflage in this final fight. As soon as I, I died twice initially, because like you said, she can kind of like to hit you basically mm-hmm. with that sword right at the beginning of the fight. So I was like, all right. Uh, she won't be able to hit me if she can't see me. And then I realized that she just starts throwing those grenades that you can throw back at her when you're in mm-hmm. the camouflage mode. So I essentially just spawned that. Um, and I would dodge until my camouflage meter got back up to where it needed to be. It was a little anticlimactic. I'm not going to lie. I have seen people play that fight scene quote unquote correctly. <laughs> no, no, I don't think it's correct. But, I think this game, that's, I um, mean, that, uh, the game responded to you by throwing those grenades and then you responded right, just exactly. so you weren't breaking the game. It's a mechanic. Yeah. But I have seen people play that cutscene with like just dodging and punching at the right moments. Um, did you ever it's definitely better? <laughs> I really like how the, and they do this in the other, in, in a couple fights and in the previous game, but I love when it constantly like you play a little bit of it and then it changes scenery and you're kind of mm-hmm. launched into a new spot. Yeah. There were like three phases basically. Did you get to the point on the top of the roof where you were jumping up and she was catching you? Cause I got stuck where I was against the back of the, the roof and I really broke the cinematics of it because I was kind of stuck in a loop of her constantly grabbing me and throwing me back. That Did you go sucks. back and throw oh, me wow, back? But then funny. I hit a wall and then bounce back yeah, got if you ever tried to leave the arena, like if you if you accidentally try to swing out of one of the windows, uh, a cutscene would play where she grabs you with her tech and pulls you back into the arena. So it, it was kind of a great seamless way to make you think that it was just another cutscene playing. But in Christian's case, if you're trapped in a cycle, <laughs> <laughs> I can see how that kind of breaks the the flow of the battle. But I thought it was so cool. You get to the point where you're kind of in a more cathedral, really high ceilings part and she's throwing these like giant the spinning blades. blades and your the dodge animation like between those is so cinematic it was like i was it's really sick for that it was really dope i uh, do like that the blades the blade mechanic came back because we got it earlier in the game when they were chase when uh miles was chasing her through new york mm-hmm. uh and i i really like that they brought that weapon back at the very end 
It yeah. was a cool callback. It was very cool. I, I don't think I threw any of those things back at her and I'm feeling like such an idiot now. How did you win, Brian? I was it was the the dodges. It was just a constant dodge fest and, you know, going in when I could. I think I want to say I died once there because I think that that battle and the second rhino battle were the only were the ones that I had died on and the rhino one was I didn't figure out we had you were supposed to run them into the cars it took me way too long to to realize that (laughs) (laughs) I I do have to say though for that rhino battle finding the correct window to charge the the engines to throw back at him was a real pain in the ass because of the way his like energy blasts spread across the area I would always find that like I would accidentally like just barely touch one of them and then my entire venom meter would drop to zero. And I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding yeah, me. Now I have worst, to like yeah. dodge a shit ton to build it back up. I never but died I on that part, but I got the same thing. Uh, camo saved it for that too. You can camo in that fight. See, I well. never used camo in like active fighting. It was only on stealth for the oh, most no, part. Was, I missed no, out on that. Camo yeah. was the camo was legit. And there's actually a buff. One of your skill tree buffs is you do more damage in with your mm-hmm. venom uh strike if you go into camo so i was constantly like okay i'm going to camo before i ever do this and yeah you would one hit the big it guy. also looks badass when you're like translucent using a venom strike it's fucking or cool. i mean just again attention to detail your finishers look amazing like, we haven't talked about that but like your oh, finishing yeah. moves are just gorgeous you can camo and do a finisher and you can actually uncamo mid finisher and no there's a moment where it's like you know he's coming across and he's doing a kick you do the camo and it's not just like off on it's like the melty kind of like it fades oh my god it. i never tried uh, and you can you can <laughs> kick someone in the face with a finisher and camo like when it gets slow-mo i did it once and i should have recorded it but like yeah you you kick someone in the face and then zing into the yeah so cool i, I should sick. i should do it and send it to you guys um any other any other side quests that stand up obviously spider spider-man the cat uh that's a oh, cute spider-man one. the cat was excellent um, I, I didn't bring this up earlier when we were talking about how awesome the classic Miles Morales suit is, but, uh, listeners, for those of you that are familiar with the company, hot toys, they make really high end figures and uh, hot toys announced a Miles Morales figure that not only is in the classic suit, but comes with a Spider-Man cat. And I could not be more excited. <laughs> that is exciting. Another suit that I wore was his, um, uh, prep school jacket with, a. With the backpack, although I I feel like that would just that would make it always, very easy to find out who he is. Yeah, in terms yeah, of secret true. identities, I always laugh at those costumes because it's like, all right, well now you definitely know that he's a teen. Narrowed uh, it you down. You also know what school he goes to. <laughs> also, I got pulled out because I had selected that suit. I was like, I'll rock this suit. Like I'll pretend like I'm going to class or whatever. It's be fun. And then I got to a mission and I found a backpack and it was the same backpack on my back. And I was like, okay, that that doesn't feel good not great <laughs> i heard someone joking that in in this universe everyone uses the same backpack. same it's like a they didn't, strap back yeah There's they didn't bother to make uh like a secondary backpack model which is kind of sad but whatever yeah a little tiny nitpick all right um i think that about does it for the story i really appreciate that I, I like the excuse of peter being out and and peter actually being a really good distance away from the story i thought that was really smart really letting it really, I mean, the setup is great. It's kind of like, all right, you're watching the house for the weekend. You know, yeah, that's like the yeah. story. Like, it's really cool. And Home Alone. And uh, Spider-Man didn't butt in too much. Like, Peter didn't call in too much to, like, check in. He kind of trusted him. But all the little, like, some of the, you know, the the challenge quest were holograms that he left. I, I really thought that was a cool way to connect the two stories. 
Um, Did you like uh, Peter's vulture voice? Did you guys get to do that? Mm -mm. No, I didn't hear that. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I did. um, At the very end of the training uh, side quest, the the special bonus side quest is you have to fight a hologram of vulture as Miles. And Peter, because obviously he didn't record the real vulture's voice, is acting as though he's Uh, vulture. That's fun. And he's getting like definitely all of these aggressions out as being vulture at one point he's just screaming random things like casual racism like really just taking (laughs) (laughs) taking taking a shit on like how he feels about vulture without actually uh (laughs) talking to vulture it's really funny i recommend playing through that those training side quests to get to that you also get a cool suit at the end i think see those are my least favorite side quest those training ones unfortunately that's one of the few that i haven't gotten through you only have to uh you only have to bronze them to like get the the whole thing so you don't have to i i on the first one i platinumed i spider-man oh, uh, 2018 spider-man i should have said this in like what do you think of the game to give you some perspective i don't really platinum games where it's where you do 100 percent of the content and get all the trophies i platinum spider-man 2018 um i don't know if i'm gonna have the same gumption to get through platinum this i'm already on like 85 percent or something but uh, I don't think it'll take as long. Um, no, but I'd have you do have to get, and though they're not really that hard. I was getting spectacular, whatever the highest ranking is. Um, I was getting that on my first try for like most of them. Um, oh, wow! So I don't only have to do a couple. Yeah, they're not. They don't feel as hard, and I'm fully upgraded, so I guess that helps too. But yeah, you can. I mean, the speed trials, you just do that venom dash. You do super. You go super fast. Um. The controls are so polished at this point. And I mean, I was a little clunky when I first got started, which was very apropos. But after like an hour, I was back in like the fully like just being able to just get around the map so easily and being super comfortable with with that system. Um, It's just such a such a fun way to get around a a world. Uh, So that's that's spoilers. Any final thoughts on the game? Being family isn't enough anymore. (laughs) I don't know. I, I. I, I had so much fun with this game. I, I want DLC now. Do we do we know if there's going to be uh, some, some no bonus stuff? I think they've announced it because, again, this was kind of like, this is kind of a ex, like a bonus. It's like an in-between. Yeah, I think yeah, the next like thing we're going to get is going to be another full Spider-Man or something. Did Was there any this kind game, of stinger or any kind of lead into what? Are we getting like... There was. I don't know if I saw that. So there is a tease with... Um, Norman Osborn walking into the lab that has the tank with Harry covered in the symbiote. Mm-hmm. Um, and he demands that a character we haven't seen in the first game, Kurt Connors, mm. remove him from the tank. So I think that's definitely saying that like we're going to fight a Harry Osborn Venom in the sequel. And yeah. we might even get to see Lizard, which would be really cool. Uh, I would love to see a new Lizard design for this universe. But uh, I'm excited for the sequel. Um, my hopes, and I know this is like final thoughts of Spider-Man Miles Morales. I had a blast playing this game, but I'm really excited for what Insomniac does next. My hopes is that the sequel is not solely a Peter game. Like I, I want to be able to switch between mm-hmm. Peter Parker and Miles Morales. Um, and I think the so, way and potentially we didn't talk about uh, Spider Gwen. I think that would be interesting. Yeah. That would be cool. Maybe some Spider-Verse stuff. But they haven't really laid the groundwork for that. So No. But now that Miles is established, uh, 
some type of, you know, switching back and forth between Peter Parker and Miles Morales. Maybe even like a co-op mode might be cool. Oh, where one person plays oh, as Peter and I'm one person so plays as Miles. That would be pretty sick. But uh, we'll see what happens in the future. And Regardless, I'm excited for it. Yeah, they definitely with the first one. I remember, weren't there like Mary Jane missions and stuff like that? So there's a precedent yeah. for there were know, Mary Jane into... and Miles missions where you That's played right. as like powerless Miles Morales. Yeah, so everybody it's loved definitely those. right there. <laughs> hey, if I, he's in know, a spider I, suit, I, though, I have to say, uh, at the very beginning of the game, when Rhino knocks Peter out and Miles has to be the one to defeat Rhino, I. I really like that because in the last game, Miles had to sneak around Rhino when he was like first released. So there is this kind of like pre-established relationship, whether uh, Rhino realizes it or not. But like they have it come to a head before. Uh, I thought that was kind of cool. I don't know if a lot of people thought about that, but. No, I even thought of like I was coming to terms halfway through this game, remembering like, oh, yeah, his Miles story origin story is in the first one like fully like he has a uncle ben moment like like so much groundwork is laid and i kind of forgot how i remember he was in it and that he was like a big part of it and that he gets bitten at the end but i had forgotten how much concrete foundation they had established which leads me to believe that we aren't going to get a different playable character in this upcoming like if there's a next game right like at least there hasn't been any groundwork like they did for this one um which i was a little disappointed i was hoping there was a little more of a lead-in um because i will say side note for the neversoft version of spider-man that game you could play as green goblin um mm. as like a bonus character he didn't have any special missions you just pl- you literally just played the the spider-man campaign but his mechanics were really fun you got to go in the glider he had like a super fast run he was like really well baked for being like a bonus playable character are you are you talking about the the game based on the first movie. spider-man movie? yeah which actually is really solid yeah, I which I, I, I think is a better game than spider-man 2 technically it didn't have the web swing but like a to a to z gameplay i think the combat's better in that one um you could play as green goblin through the whole thing and i remember i mean it's probably dated by this point but you had different pumpkin bombs and you had um you had your glider which had machine guns on it all very like it was very Batman-y, but like a super jacked up Batman. I could see that being very cool, like being able to fly around in a glider and stuff. But how they how oh, they built sure. that, I don't know if that's anything they're thinking of. But I remember that being way more cool than I thought it would be. And uh, it would be cool to fly a glider around and kind of be like a gadget guy. You know, now that you mentioned that, we haven't even seen Green Goblin in this universe. No, we've only and heard Pete- Harry, right? We, I don't Have we seen him? I think we've only heard him in messages from the first game we saw him at the very end of the last game but he was already in the tank mm-hmm. with the symbiote yeah um and, and peter has definitely come in contact with norman osborne in the last game and there's no mention of green goblin so i don't think this norman osborne has is, become is the green goblin, goblin yet, yet. Yeah. interesting okay very that cool. might be interesting to see in the next game that would be like a good pinnacle villain too to pin it because he's a huge villain in the, in the series very cool. Any other final thoughts? Get this game. If if you were um, worried that it wasn't going to work well on PS4 and you're not upgrading consoles yet, this de- game is definitely worthwhile and a lot of fun, even on the, the previous gen. Yeah, and the benefit to buying PS4 is that if you do get a PS5 in the future, you get a free upgrade to the PS5 version. That's right. Huge. So there's nothing, nothing preventing you from uh, playing it again 
with with better graphics or you could pay eighty dollars get the ultimate edition and then you get the same game that you bought the ultimate edition for before and you get to play it again but this time with ray tracing um yeah i'm excited 20 bucks isn't a bad price though for spider-man remastered you wasn't know, it 89 cheap or was it se- it was 79 70 it was 79 dollars. okay that's 30 dollars more still that's still pretty cheap for a game that i already bought the ultimate edition i get you i paid it listen i'm not i'm not complaining <laughs> um but yeah i need to i need to it this it's got me very excited to like replay that so i'm wondering if i'm gonna do that next i don't know cyberpunk valhalla Ugh. so I much just, to play. I got so many games I, I i can't complain uh so that is spider-man uh, my, uh miles morales we all enjoyed it if you enjoyed it let us know by emailing us at popaholicscast at gmail.com tell us your thoughts any any fun stories from playing it uh you know what version you played it on just anything that you want to do just uh, email us we'd love to to read that you can also rate us five stars in your favorite podcast player of choice an apple podcast would be great and if you read a, uh, if you leave a written review we will read it aloud on the show you can find us at You can find us over at uh, Twitter at Popaholics. We do polls for our weekly uploads, so you can uh, reach out with, to the community there, as well as on Facebook at Popaholics and Instagram at Popaholics Cast. Gentlemen, where can people find more of your work on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Chris Conkling. And you can find me at True Popaholic. And you can find me uh, playing PS5 for the next week. Solid. <laughs> I will not be sleeping. No, I'm at Christian Katie on Twitter, <laughs> as well as if you search for Midnight Satire on Twitter, social media, um, on your favorite streaming platform, music streaming, uh, find my music. Also, um, I, co-produ- I co-produced a single for this little artist called Who Knows. Uh, the single is called Alchemy, and it's great. Check it out. That find it. Alchemy. Find it. Alchemy by Who Knows. Very cool. Thanks, guys. It was a lot of fun. Uh, that completes Spider Month. Um, I'm sure we'll have another Spider Man month at some point. Um, this is a topic I'm sure we'll revisit. But that does it for this. If you want to check out the previous episodes, we covered all the Raimi Spider Mans. Um, we got a new month ahead of us. Chris, what's on the docket? Next month, Christian, to celebrate the release of Cyberpunk 2077, we are going to be doing a full Cyberpunk month. Cyberpunk. Which is so, so festive. You know, when I think Christmas, uh, I think cyberpunk. So we're we're going to be watching uh, Blade Runner. We're going to be watching RoboCop, Ghost in the Shell. And then we're going to cap it all off with Johnny Mnemonic starring uh, Keanu Reeves himself, who's also going to be in cyberpunk. Look at that. Look at us just, just wrapping it all up in a nice Christmas bow for you guys. It's going to be so, exciting. Yeah. It's cyberpunk. It's cyberpunk Christmas. The gang goes cyberpunk for Christmas. And we get to watch Johnny Mnemonic, which I've never seen. Neither, I don't Neither think anyone's seen. And <laughs> nope. it's historically like a silly movie. So I'm excited we're diving in that together. And then also revisiting Blade Runner, which um, everybody knows my feelings about that. Don't love that movie. So uh, it's going to be very, very exciting to, to, to get into this month. It's cool. Uh, so check us out there. Uh, those episodes will come out Wednesday. And you can check us out for our weekly uploads, which are every Monday. That'll do it for this episode. Thanks again, friends. And uh, have a great week. Bye. Pop! 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 Pop!